Tropical storm Henri continues to inch along to the west uh, with top winds of 65 miles an hour. And we have all the latest developments. Uh, very interesting uh, weather models that have come out uh, this evening. We're going to take a look at that and much more as we try to, Joe and I try to figure out this puzzle. Welcome to tonight's Joe and Joe weather show on a little late as we have a 9.45 p.m. start, uh, brought to you by Omni True Value Hardware at 1226 North Wellwood Avenue in West Babylon. 631-756-1125 is the phone number for the best prices in town. Not a bad idea to give them a visit if you need to replenish uh, hurricane supplies, just in case. And the website is omnitruevalue.com. Wholesale holiday lighting by Giannini, your complete holiday lighting specialist, meeting all your decorating needs, whether it be for Halloween or Hanukkah or Christmas, or maybe you just want to have your home decorated, or perhaps you want to do this as your own business. They're at 162 Ocean Avenue in Lindenhurst, New York, on Long Island as well, 631-957-5106. And the website is liholidaylighting.com. Dot com. I don't think I uh, made up my mind yet in either direction after looking at the models today. You know, we seem to, Joe, we played this dance, and we always do this in the wintertime. One run goes one way, one run goes the other. It's a little left, it's a little right, it's a little north, it's a little south. And you start, you know, you're almost like a fine surgeon. You go in there, and, and you know, I had it down to where... The models were 20 or 30 miles further east or further west. Uh, nothing too much really changed during the day today from what we were talking about yesterday. But I was just, and I, and I have them ready to go so we can show everybody. I don't know how much of the 18Z plots you, that you looked, if you looked at them. Uh, but uh, some interesting developments on the ensembles, some interesting developments on the uh, hurricane tracking models. And, and by the way, should mention uh, there are there's a there are two reconnaissance aircraft. There was one late this afternoon in Henri uh, that verified the 65 mile an hour winds and a pressure of about 998 millibars. There's a second flight there now that's doing a, a complete series of readings and soundings at the mid and high levels of the atmosphere all around the storm, and that data uh, is. Um, is is going into the zero uh, has gone into the zero z runs so it'll be interesting to see with all that extra data in there what those models come up with the nam is starting right now Hold on. I do now. Hold on. Give me a test again. I'm sorry. I thought I saw your, your... No, you're, 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 talk to me. <laughs> All right. Hang on a second, Joe. Just a minute. Let me see what's going on here. You were there right before the start of the show. Oh boy. Try me. Hello. Now you're there. One, two. Hello. 
You're there with feedback. Hello out there. Hello out there in television land. Okay. <laughs> I think you're there. I think you're there with feedback. I'm not sure, but let's hope not. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm, well, this is obviously running a little bit behind. Um, the taco cat saying Rayo no sound. Of course, we just heard from the executive producer upstairs that she wasn't hearing me, but I'm not sure. Is anybody out there hearing me now? Out there in the wonderful land of... Uh... <laughs> you sound fine. You sound awesome. Fine. Thank awesome. you, dear. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, dear. It was all set right. to go. It was all there. I checked it before we went on the air. Your sound was there. There is a curse. There is a curse on this show when it comes to your audio. But it's there. Okay, that was that was God's right. cruel joke for tonight. Go ahead with what all you were right. going to say. So what was I saying? Well, what I was going to say is that when I looked at the 18Z uh, intermediate run of the GFS, the first thing that struck my uh, eyes was the fact that the path of the storm was a bit further to the west. Surprise, surprise, as compared to the uh, 12Z run. But I did note on my Facebook pages this afternoon, Joe, that it was kind of nice to see that uh, the uh, models that I was looking at from yesterday, uh, the Canadian model, the Icon, the NAM, the GFS, and also let's include the European. I got a peek of that too. They all seem to be clustered right around Nantucket Island, midday on Sunday. And that was about 200 miles due east of New York City. So I said, well, there's going to be some changes. There may be a bit more of a spread with time, as time goes on. But for the moment, at least, it looks like they all have basically the same idea, and that is to keep the storm well east of New York City. Not to say, however, that this means that New York is completely out of the running in terms of unsettled conditions, because as... Uh, the storm, as the tropical cyclone moves northward over cooler waters, what's going to probably happen, as is the case in a lot of other cases historically, is that the circulation, the, the spread of the winds, are going to start to widen or to increase. So even though New York is, again, well away from the center, at least based upon the midday and early afternoon uh, data, uh, still there is the possibility that from time to time, overnight, uh, during the uh, nighttime hours of Saturday into Sunday, that there will be some occasional gusts in, again, the immediate New York area to or maybe even above gale force. We're talking about 39 miles per hour. And the further east you go along the Connecticut coast and across Long Island, the odds for seeing even stronger winds and uh, steadier uh, winds are going to be increasing. In fact, uh, the Hurricane Center, the National Hurricane Center at one point today, gave a one in three probability for extreme eastern Long Island, out toward Orient Point, Montauk, extreme eastern sections of Long Island to, to perhaps see uh, winds gusting to over 58 miles per hour. And obviously also close to the storm track, heavier amounts of rain. New York, about an inch, it looks like, but uh, out toward eastern Long Island, two, maybe three inches and uh, lesser amounts probably to the west and to the north of the immediate New York City metropolitan area. And of course, these will be these uh, statistics I just gave to you will be massaged a bit with the passage of time as we get new information, new data tonight and obviously into tomorrow and on into Saturday as well. Well, the zero Z uh, hurricane model plots are up. And I'm just going to 
hit a quick refresh because sometimes what happens is as they get additional ones, they add them onto the map, but there's uh, no new ones. Uh, if you look at the black the black model line, uh, I'm not sure what model that is. It's, I think it's the OFCI, whatever that is. That is the one, that model and and is the is the last one to the east that touches Cape Cod. There are only three, uh, one, two models now, only two of the hurricane tracking model plots, Joe, that are offshore. So the black uh, model line goes, just touches Cape Cod. All the rest of them are to the west. And now we have actually one, three, four. There are four model plots that go over Long Island. Three of them uh, are about at near Riverhead or just west of Riverhead. And then there's the, the, the far western one, which comes up the coast and then turns in and goes into uh, westernmost Long Island, almost into New York Harbor. So this is a decided uh, change from the uh, uh, the last uh, two hurricane model plot runs. This is by far the one that has shown you know the the most uh, the most tracks uh, over over areas other than Cape Cod. You've got a whole bunch of them that are centered over Rhode Island too. So we don't want to leave folks in southeastern New England out here. You've got the vast majority of those model plots take it over Rhode Island and southeastern Massachusetts and then also into eastern Massachusetts. Now, the 18Z ensembles, which I thought were uh, interesting. Now, I, I have here the 12Z. I'm going to go back in a minute and just I'll get the 18Z up in a second. But this is a 12Z uh, where you had a couple of model plots uh, over Long Island. The rest of them, uh, uh, the, sort of half the members were going into eastern Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Cape Cod, and half the members were out. And you can see the dark black line is the uh, is the mean plot. And I'm gonna uh, let, let let's uh, let's get to let me get the 18Z one. So give me one moment here. Uh, I'll open this up. And, and you know what's surprising to me, Joe, uh, is the fact that. The Icon, mm -hmm. the Canadian, and the European model all, and I think that's what you're about to talk about, all showed a kind of a pivoting, a counterclockwise motion as the storm arrived at the southern New England coast and moved the storm or retrogressed it back over, depending upon which model you looked at, Massachusetts, Long Island, uh, Connecticut, uh, did that little curly cue, so to speak, as the surface system of the tropical cyclone ended up being underneath the advancing upper level disturbance coming in from the Ohio Valley. So as I said yesterday, it becomes temporarily uh, vertically stacked, so to speak. And then the uh, system, um, in a couple of cases, just kind of sits there and kind of weakens and dies out. Right. I think one of them uh, uh, does kick it away to the north and east. The GFS, the 12Z GFS, had the storm scraping the uh, the main coastline on Monday before continuing on a northeast trajectory toward Nova Scotia on Tuesday. That was one of the models that did not show that retrogression, so to speak. But I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, uh, that that didn't pan into any of the, uh, into the tracks, both the 18Z or even the 0Z. They just continue to have it on a path going straight up north and then making that right-hand hook uh, to the east. Um, so it'll be, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how this all ultimately pans out. Well, here's the mean gaps for 18Z. 
So these are the GFS ensembles for <clears throat> for uh, 18Z. And you'll notice half the members have landfalls. You've got a slew of them uh, over Long Island and Connecticut. I mean, this is, again, this is as far west, I think, as we've seen, at least from the standpoint of the ensembles. The dark black line on this, uh, on the GAFs, on the uh, is the mean of all of these different members. And you got a, a bunch of them that are out to the east. It looks to me like there's there's a, there's more members west of the mean than to the east of the mean. On the hurricane um, uh, tracking model plot that I put up before, that black line that we saw before uh, is uh, not the mean. That is an actual model. Okay, they don't do means on on these. These are these are all individual models. So this is the the hurricane tracking model guidance, which is left, and the GEFs, which I just showed you. This is the GEFs model. Meanwhile, uh, let's kind of average this all out because we do have the Hurricane Center's actual forecast, uh, which uh, at uh, 5 o'clock came a little bit to the left of the prior run. Uh, you can see they have it strengthening to a hurricane uh, later Friday, Friday night into Saturday. It's just to the left of 70 degrees west, and it kind of straddles that once it gets north of 40. So if you want to connect the dots, it probably they take it uh, you know over Cape Cod uh, with the cone of uncertainty on the western edge, probably just to about Riverhead on Long Island into southeastern Connecticut and northern Rhode Island. I, I imagine, I, I got to think that they, well, NHC will do one of two things at 11 o'clock. I either, I, I'm, in my opinion, either they'll acknowledge the fact that uh, the 18s, that uh, the 18Z guidance uh, is, uh, is gone decidedly left but they're they're not going to make any any changes until tomorrow morning after they review the zero C run, or um, they might do a little bit of shifting to the west based on the 18Z. I'll lead to the first thing that they'll they'll say that the model guidance has trended left this evening, but that they're going to just sit back and wait until tomorrow morning. And I think that's probably a wise thing since we're we're just about at a new model cycle starting right now. You might as well wait. Nothing. There's there's nothing here that that's gonna it's not gonna make a difference if you change it now or you or or you or you change change it at five a.m. Hey, maybe the zero Z run is runs are gonna come out and go further east. I don't know. They got all that extra sounding data, so it'll be interesting to see what they come up with with that. And by the way, the intensity models, um, you, most of you know you have a, pretty much most of them make this a cat one. You've got one that goes up to a cat two. They've gotten rid of the cat three. Uh, on the intensity guidance, uh, and uh, you notice that it does strengthen here up until about 60 hours or so in, uh, in the um, in the intensity forecast. So 60 hours takes us to what is that 12Z Sunday, and then uh, you start to see the uh, collapse down into a tropical storm. And it's it to me that just says that this is the point where we're probably far enough north where you're in that cooler water, the storm is slowing down. And, and let's remember that. I think that's really important to remember here, Joe, is that no matter how strong it gets, if it's not flying at 40 or 50 miles an hour up the coast, it's going to feel the impact of that cooler water. So it's highly... Absolutely. Even, even if we wind up in worst case scenario, let's say, let's just say in theory that this thing strengthens to a Cat 2 or a strong Cat 2, uh, that... Uh, the fact that it's going to be moving so slowly once it gets uh, north of uh, 35 degrees north is 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 going to take its toll, and I think it's going to take its toll faster than you might imagine. 
the I think the intensity uh, the intensity guidance here is correct because I mean it they do they do collapse from the hurricane into the tropical storm relatively quickly. So um, this is you know this is where I guess I get a little frustrated because you're if if it winds up that by the time it gets up here it's a it's a wee cat one or a, or a tropical storm all the weather fiends out there are going to say that this was a that you know they're going to use the, the the word bust on this and no uh that 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 is uh, to me that is an, an incorrect application of what a bust is a bust is if you say it's going to be a category 3 at landfall and it winds up being a tropical storm that's a bust okay um, but to say it's going to be a, a, a storm that's going to be weakening and then it does weaken is correct. And that you're getting what is expected, not not what you're dreaming of. <laughs> OK, no, you're absolutely you're absolutely we have seen many storms move up along the Atlantic seaboard. A couple of them that stand out. Gloria in 1985, Bell in 1976. They they started out with uh, uh, or, or became uh, Captain. Cat three storms uh, when they uh, were moving through the southeast, even as far north as the mid Atlantic. But once they moved to the north of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, oh, once what they am moved, I of, Joe? I'm sorry, you're but talking about once, the, once storms move north of 35 degrees north. No, once they get uh, the the area of uh, the uh, stream of warm water that's offshore. Oh, off the uh, Gulf Stream. The Gulf Stream. <laughs> Oh boy, we've had a moment. I'm going to show. I'm I'm having a moment right now. Yeah, I just couldn't. I know what I was talking about. I just couldn't grasp the name. Once they moved north of the boundary, the northern border of the of the Gulf Stream, which is very warm. I mean, you have temperatures in the Gulf Stream at or above 80, and the uh, tropical cyclones love that kind of water. Once you get it out of that and into cooler waters, relatively cool, into the 70s, yeah, you're going to see a drop-off. Now, the only way that you're going to maintain, as Joe just mentioned, the, the uh, storm maintaining their, their potency is if they're moving at a good forward speed. Bell and Gloria were moving at about 15, 20 miles per hour, and you say to yourself, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, but that's not fast enough. You need a really rapid movement, such as the 1938 storm, the uh, so-called Long Island Express, which was chugging along at 40 or 50. And the forward speed of a storm like that added on to the uh, strength of the storm near the center of the circulation helps to maintain uh, a very potent uh, storm system. Another example, Joe, which just came to mind, Wilma. Wilma down in yes. Florida, I forget the year, but they, they were forecasting, what, a Category 1? They said, oh, oh it's just a Category 1. And uh, yeah, and, and what happened with Wilma? Wilma was zooming along across the Florida Peninsula at like 35 or 40 miles an hour, and it did a lot of, you know, a lot more damage. In fact, it even knocked over Al Roker. Do you remember that? Doing mm -hmm. a live for the Today Show? And Al couldn't believe it either. But again, forward speed has a lot to do with uh, how strong a storm is going to be. This storm, Henri, is, is moving, you know, a relatively good clip for a tropical system. And we've seen tropical systems that have just like sat there and moved at like five and 10 miles an hour. This is still moving pretty good, but it's not moving as quickly to maintain its energy and to maintain its potency as as was the case, let's say, with this with Wilma or the storm of 38. And so that is why, even though it may actually get up to a cat two, uh, it's not going to be that with the latitude of, let's say, 
What is that? It certainly will not be that way. Okay, I'm sorry. There was some weird sounds that popped into the live stream. I have no idea what in the name of God that was. Um, okay, Junior Ferrante, my buddy, uh, asks a very interesting question. And he says, does the 40 and 70 benchmark run for nor'easters hold true for this type of storm also and in regards to impacts for New York City? Well, uh, that depends. Uh, the 40 and 70 benchmark, if, if we're talking about the center of the storm, it's a little different with non-tropical storms because non-tropical storms, the impact areas are spread out over a very large geography versus a tropical storm where you're talking about something that is a, a whole lot tighter uh, you, um, uh, and, and, and more symmetrical. So uh, if, if, we do, if you run a storm up 40 and 70, the wind over New York City is going to be from the, the direction of the wind is going to be from the north or, may, or, or northwest for that matter. So that is um, that would be good from the standpoint of uh, tides, for uh, for instance, uh, the um, the position of the storm uh, is in a in a tropical storm makes a lot makes a whole and where the where the center makes landfall in a non tropical system the. For, from a meteorology standpoint, you kind of you 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 look at where the low center is, but it really isn't that as as it, it's not overly important because of the fact that you you have a system that's very amorphous and and, you know, and the precip is spread out over a large area. In this instance, um, you're, you're talking about a very very tight wound up system uh, that uh, where the gradient is very very tight, so you have to be really close to where the the center is. In order to, to get uh, some re so, some uh, some real impact, uh, unless you right. un unless you disagree with me here. No, well, I'm, what I said before about the fact that uh, there is a tendency that when storms, uh, tropical systems move over cooler water, what tends to happen is is that sometimes the 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 wind field increases or widens, which is why I said that even though New York might be a couple of hundred miles away from the storm center, it may still be close enough to get uh, into some occasional strong wind gusts, either Saturday night or on Sunday. Although, as we know, Joan, as we have said over and over again, with tropical systems, uh, the, uh, the areas uh, to the right or to the east of the storm center is the area that usually gets the strongest winds, and the areas to the left or to the west of the storm track you know, are the places that usually get the heavier amounts of rain. Although 200 miles from, from where we are, it's it's it still might be a bit questionable as to whether or not New York is going to get much more than let's say an inch. Right. Um, you really have to go further east or further downrange, closer to the storm track to get the really heavy duty rains. But still, I think New York is going to be in line for at at least up to a half an inch to an inch of rain. Uh, lesser amounts up where I am, north 50, 50 or so miles north of New York City. Uh, it may not be necessarily as heavy as. Uh, as what the city and especially Long Island uh, gets, and incidentally, well, go ahead. Did, did you did your well your 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 phone would not have gone off because you're down in Georgia, but I'd, I'd like to know how many people on the chat board uh, were rudely awakened this morning, uh, more than a few times. I think about three thirty, and again at like four fifteen, and again almost at five o'clock with the, the National Weather Service here in New York City issuing tornado warnings. 
And people were saying, my God, I was sound asleep. And all of a sudden my phone going, was going, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, what is it? And you know what the crazy thing about this, Joe? The people who were woken up by the alarm on their phones, warning them of a tornado warning, looked at the phone and said, ah, blankety blank blank. It's only a stupid tornado warning. Turned the phone off and went back to sleep. I don't believe this. I mean, it's warning you that a, there's a potential nasty either supercell or severe storm out there in your vicinity. And a lot of people just looked at their phone and uh, it woke me up, <laughs> turned it off and just threw it away and went back to sleep. You know, I did, you know, I did hear about this. It'd be nice if, you know, you wake up at five o'clock and say, well, what happened to the roof? <laughs> exactly. Uh, just going back to what you said, I just pulled up WPC's seven-day rainfall forecast. Now, what's along the East Coast, obviously 99% of that is from the, from, from Henri. Uh, what can you guess from the fact that WPC has got the western edge of an inch and a half of liquid right to about New York City? Well, it, it, that's a seven-day outlook. That Might that include... Maybe the extra half inch over over the one inch. Maybe that might include whatever might fall tonight nah. or tomorrow. Nah. I, although I don't, I, nah. I know that I know that. Uh, <laughs> no, it won't. It like doesn't. Bob, you it, sound like Bob. You sound like Bob Grant. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I think I think I think. Let's assume that that ninety. Let's say ninety five percent of this is from. Uh, it, 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 90 to 95% of this is from the tropical system. So, okay, so instead of an inch and a half, let's say the back edge of an inch and a quarter is to New York City, okay? Right, So, right. Uh, you know, they certainly have the, looks like the two-inch batch is over the, the Twin Forks. And, of course, you see uh, s several inches being indicated for eastern Connecticut, Rhode Island, and, and southeastern Massachusetts up to, um, up to Boston. Um, look... Uh, this is we're not going to we're not going to have any answers final answers tonight to all of this i don't care what the zero z model run does because as soon as it's done everybody's uh, my attention is going to focus okay well well now let's wait for the 6 z and then the 6 z comes out and says now we wait for the 12 z but i think i i think maybe at this time tomorrow uh we might be able to 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 really kind of zero in on 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 the track because we'll be inside 48 hours and and, and right. nhc's margin of error now inside 48 hours is is relatively small it's 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 uh i think it's what 20 or 30 miles so if we if they hold according to form uh i would think the forecast that they put out at this time tomorrow night will be one that is going to be pretty close I like the fact that with these tropical systems that they add extra, they, they actually send the planes out and get extra data or whatever to get to nail down the path. I wish they would do that in the winter. Sometimes, you know, you and I well, are like They do out that there in the winter sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. You know, one of the with one of those potential like the 1993 superstorm, for example. <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, you know, more often than not, uh, we just have to sit here and just watch, you know, run by run to see what, uh, what the changes will be. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It, uh, we'll, we'll certainly know more. Uh, hopefully I think we'll have a much greater confidence level uh, at this time tomorrow as to what 
and where uh, Henri is going to go. I think it's interesting, you know, the, just a few days ago, it looked like we had no problems. The thing was just going to hook a right turn uh, near Bermuda and be out to sea, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, it started pushing the system more and more toward the coast. It hasn't made that much of an advance now toward the west as opposed to the last, you know, 24 to 48 hours. So maybe, just maybe, um, we, we've, we've seen the storm reach uh, it, its extreme as far west as it's going to go. But again, you know, with that new data, who knows what we're going to see uh, in, yeah, literally the next uh, hour to hour and a half. We are, you know, still at the mercy in terms of the upper air. And uh, it, I find it very interesting how each model has a, a slightly different perspective on the upper air in the eastern part of the United States with this cutoff low that drops down into West Virginia and the ridge that builds from the Atlantic Northwest into Northern New England and into Southeastern Canada. This remains the conundrum here because uh, any slight change in either of those things uh, is going to have a huge impact in terms of the track of uh, of Henri. You know, I was talking with the Bill Goodman this morning, and he made a, a po- he made a, a valid point. Uh, how many times have we seen models make cutoffs that don't wind up playing according to plan, where uh, suddenly the cutoff becomes more of an open trough, and you know a system gets carried out further to the east. I mean, you and I have gone going back as many years as we do. We have, uh, you know, we, we can recall many times where two or three days or four days or five days, models are showing vigorous cutoffs that eventually wind up not being vigorous cutoffs or, or they wind up being instead of they initially maybe showing them down in West Virginia or Western Virginia, and they wind up being in upstate New York or, or in Northern New England. So uh, that I mean that extreme is not going to happen this time. I, I think because well, mainly because it's the summertime, so the systems aren't you know you talk about s- smaller systems with which which um, in the winter you're dealing with strong jets coming out of Canada, so there's much more variability. And actually, we do have this deep trough uh, out in the western part of the United States that's 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 helping all that that basically is helping it all along here in the east. Because if that were to come to the e- come eastward, it would just kick everything out to sea. But it's not that all that stuff in the west is getting uh, sheared off and and lifted up into central Canada. So that leaves the east kind of hanging with this weak upper low and the storm moving up the coast around it. So where that upper low is, how strong the ridge in, up in New England is, and every model has kind of a different view of this. Uh, the GFS, uh, you know, I kind of it. it it, it doesn't really capture it. Uh, on this run, it did. Uh, and, and then the upper low lifts up with the, the Henri, uh, the low that, that reflects Henri and kind of lifts up there over, over eastern Massachusetts and then gets kicked out. But as you mentioned, the icon captures it and does this loop thing. I mean, it, it's such a, it's a mess. And it, it's such a subtle thing here. This is a really subtle situation. One little, you know, one little change, a little le- weaker, a little stronger, and you're going to wind up with, um, you know, a, a totally different track than you might expect. I absolutely I agree with you. Uh, how the interpretation of of each model, it, it, depending upon which model you look at, 
it's either putting the emphasis on the upper low streaking uh, eastward from the Ohio Valley, or it's putting more of an emphasis on that upper ridge poking like, like a finger, so to speak, poking up into uh, central and northern New England from the Atlantic, that, sub, uh, that, that uh, mid-Atlantic uh, ridge of high pressure. So depending upon what model you're looking at and where the emphasis is, that probably is the reason why there is that rocking, so to speak, back and forth from the west to east for the uh, ultimate the landfall or near landfall of, of Henri. And hopefully, with all of the new data that's being fed into the computer models tonight, uh, we'll be able to narrow that down and instead of having, wouldn't it be something if overnight tonight we see like this incredible scatter, the, 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 the NAM brings it into New York City, the <laughs> GFS pokes it up through central Long Island, the European streaks it out east of uh, Nantucket. <laughs> yeah, no, you, listen. You, you I, like, what is going on exactly. here? <laughs> I, by the way, the European finally today woke up to the fact that, that there, there actually might there be is something some, there out is a there. storm. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, 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 it looks more like a frontal wave than anything else on the European, but um, at least it recognizes something out there. It's just been, been having such a difficult time with this. And the one thing I do notice about the European, at least in terms of how it handles the upper air with this cutoff, and it is there on Saturday morning in Western PA uh, down into West Virginia, but instead of of kind of lifting it up and around, it just opens it up and then slides it eastward. So that's that's the reason why the European, I think, did what it did. I, I just think it's having an absolutely god-awful time with tropical uh, systems this year. It, 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 to, uh, to an extent, it had that same problem last year, uh, but it seems to have gotten a bit worse, in my opinion. Uh, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't really give the European too much credence uh, today, uh, I thought it was more. Uh, um, I, I thought it would. It, it, it confuses the issue more because it, it doesn't. It just doesn't seem to be handling uh, uh, handling this well at all. Now maybe tonight's run it'll catch up even further, and then I think I might be able to give it a little bit more credibility. But at the moment, uh, I am um, I'm dubious about it. By the way, our uh, poll tonight question is the same question we had last night. When I believe the final results were 65-35, uh, the question was, does Henri make landfall somewhere in the Northeast? And last night, it was uh, 65-35 saying yes. And uh, tonight, it's uh, a bigger margin, Joe. It's 83-17 with 166 votes being cast so far. We also have uh, 78 likes. Uh, thank you so much for those of you who have hit the like button. Uh, we'd love to go over 100. Uh, so if you like the show, hit the like button. And I believe uh, Jason Kaplan. I'm sorry to get to this late, but Jason Kaplan hitting Super Chat tonight. Uh, thanks very much. Most appreciated. I'm glad the 945 start time is bringing out some folks that uh, normally don't make it to the uh, 730, the regular 730 live stream. So uh, welcome uh, to uh, those of you who are here tonight. Uh, that don't normally join us. Yes, and uh, Joe, on my screen, uh, I have the intermediate European, the 18Z run. Oh, for... by all means, do share. So, yes, indeed, we have it. We have okay. it up there right now. Uh, give, okay, me... give me a second. Hold on. Uh, I have to do something here. 
All right. Wait a minute. Is this your first look at the 18Z European? Yes. Okay, so you haven't seen this yet. Because I haven't I have either. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, uh, by all means, go for it. It's up on the screen right. for everybody to see. I'm starting it off right now at uh, 0Z Friday, which is just, uh, well, a couple of hours ago, 8 o'clock this evening. And here is the view for tomorrow morning, Friday morning seven, uh, at 8 a.m. Still thinking uh, we're off of daylight time. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Looks like it's going to be fairly dry for much of the day tomorrow, Joe. Doesn't look, at least according to this run of the European, that uh, much in the way of precipitation to be concerned about. Uh, then we're going to jump over to, let's see, uh, 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. And you can see that there is some moisture beginning to build into uh, the area from the south and west. Here is 2 o'clock, still waiting for the appearance of uh, Henri in this view of the northeast. Here is 0Z, I believe. This is now 8 p.m. on Saturday, and I do believe this might be Henri yeah. right here. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you can see that it's still, oh, I would say at least a couple of hundred, maybe 250 miles southeast of New York on this view as of 8 p.m. on Saturday. Here's 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, and here is 8 a.m. Ooh, look at that, Joe. Well, that's an interesting change. 8 a.m. on Sunday morning, there he is. And notice, if you will, how we were talking about how tight these systems can be. Well, here's a tightly wound up uh, Henri. And take a look at this. Uh, Western Long Island, New York, and the Hudson Valley, nada, no precip whatsoever. Of course, I'm not sure if that's going to verify, but uh, that's what the uh, 18Z European is showing as of 8 a.m. on Sunday. Now we jump to 2 p.m. on Sunday. And the storm now is obviously somewhere inland. Uh, looks like it's near Martha's Vineyard on, on Sunday at uh, 2 p.m. And here's 8 p.m. Now it is most definitely inland. It, in fact, it looks like it's centered not far from Boston, the New York area. I back up here. Did we get any wet? No, not all that much. But now as we get into the latter part of Sunday and into Sunday evening, it looks like a lot of moisture being wrung out over central and southern New England especially so over central Massachusetts, around Springfield, Massachusetts, on Interstate 91. And then as we get into 2 a.m. on Monday, uh, the storm is now, well, it doesn't look like it moved all that much. And uh, and we get to... Well, now uh, it's kind of, you know, it's this mi mishmash with the upper low and, and the storm kind of being absorbed by the upper low because right. it's already inland. But I think the takeaway here, though, is regard rather than you know rather than get too wrapped up with the specifics, I think the important takeaway here is that the European actually seems to recognize something of substance now that looks tropical, and it actually even has it moving northwestward on that one jump there uh, during the early part of the day Sunday before it goes into uh, uh, southeastern New England. Uh, it, it's going northeast, and then all of a sudden it turns it jumps north and northwest. So it, it it's now we have a run that kind of looks like the other ones do. So the zero Z run ought to be um, ought to be interesting. Um, I'm going to, in the meantime, while you're look at this look at this area look at this, look at this area here, Joe, uh, indicating that during the six hour period from two a.m. Uh, Sunday uh, Monday morning to eight a.m. on Monday morning, pumping out what looks to be something on the order of about six, seven, eight tenths of an inch of rain down in the Hudson Valley region.
Uh, the, and that, again, would be an artifact of the storm making landfall somewhere here uh, between Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And then, as you said, curving north and then northwestward. And uh, this, this contradicts or is in sharp contrast to the 12Z GFS, which had the storm more or less moving on a path past Nantucket, swiping uh, eastern Maine during the day on Monday, and then moving onward toward Nova Scotia. That's a big difference between uh, Monday morning on the Europeans 18Z and Monday morning at from the 12Z run of the GFS from here all the way over to there. So I, I think, you know what I think, Joe, I, and I said this on one of my Facebook discussions, up until about midday on Sunday, I think there, there are going to be some differences, but the differences are not going to be all that great between the models. But once we get to midday on Sunday, for whatever reason, they all are going to go in all different crazy directions. And that, again, is going to be based upon what each model interprets as the stronger of the two ensuing upper-level systems, the ridge poking in from the, uh, from the subtropical Atlantic and the uh, disturbance sweeping in from the Ohio Valley, depending upon what model you're looking at and how they handle those two systems will uh, tell the final outcome as to where that uh, storm is going to go once we get past midday on Sunday. Right, we're 45 hours into the NAM right now, the new NAM. So I can tell you that from my quick look at the, at, at the new NAM, um, that it, 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 it looks it's about, you know, the day the, the 18Z run versus the 12 was about half a degree to the right. Uh, it looks to me like this run has taken that half a degree back uh, and uh, in the other direction. So, uh, you know, just kind, yeah. of, just kind of eyeballing it and, and running my little cursor on it. Uh, so let's at least see what we got so far. It's a ten twenty-five, so uh, we'll uh, we'll hang around uh, enough to, to get this uh, new Nam model done. Uh, but here's uh, Henri uh, during the day on Friday. Now at twelve Z Friday, it's at uh, on the Nam. It's at twenty nine seven and seventy three point eight. And then it starts to edge more northerly. So by the end of the day, by zero Z, we're at, now I'm, I'm using the, the left base of the L, okay? So it's 30.8 and 73.9. I believe on the 18Z run when I did these, I didn't write them down, so I'm doing them off my uh, somewhat faded memory. Uh, I believe it was at seventy three four, so it's at it's 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 a half a degree. It's thirty miles uh, for uh, to the left. In an instance like this, thirty miles is 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 important. Now it moves northward. We're out to fifty one hours, so we got six more. So here we go. This is at forty two hours, which is eighteen. This is at two p.m. Saturday. We are at thirty four and a half, roughly thirty four and a half, and seventy two and a half. So that's that's about half a degree uh, to the left of the of the prior run, and at 51 hours, so it's moving north northeast. So I'm thinking here at 51 hours, which is uh, 11 p.m. Saturday night, uh, it is centered at 30, just about 37 and 71 and a half. Now, if if this is as far east as it gets. At this position, uh, the next bunch of maps that come in ought to be fascinating to see uh, where they take it. So uh, 
within the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to wind up having, um, you know, we're going to have the NAMS view of this. Let's, let's see if it goes back to taking it into Long Island like it did uh, on, well, on prior the, runs. The, out to 45 on the uh, close-up northeast sector. I don't know why that is, but uh, it'd be nice to have the 51-hour uh, yeah, I, I just took a northeastern state. Yeah, I just took an internet hit. Just so you know, I briefly lost the internet. It just came back on. So uh, you know, and you're there. So hang on a second. I'm just reloading a couple of maps here. I'm reloading the chat board. Hopefully, we didn't lose the chat board. It's still, I, I still have the chat board where I am. Okay, so, so uh, uh, sorry, folks. I don't know what that was, but we we. Took a bit, I just took a bit of a, a hit here. So <laughs> the gods were here at the beginning of the show, um, and now they're back. Um, okay, can somebody take, for, if any of the moderators are on, can you get rid of this idiot Fitbit? Uh, please, just ban him, okay? Just ban him. Uh, I'm going to try to do it myself. Um, okay, he's gone. Um that was fast. People have to, people are strange. Yes, it was. You know, people are strange, Joe. Well, they don't. People have nothing better to do. By they the way, one hundred and seven likes. Yes, thank you, thank you. Those of you who hit the like button, one hundred and seven likes, most appreciated. Uh, I'm going to check Pivotal. Let's see. I'm going to check Pivotal weather because sometimes they come in a little. It comes in there a little bit faster. And in the meantime, you could do the Jeopardy do 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 do. Well, I pull up the Incidentally, maps I don't know. They've been running uh, this week uh, reruns. Call they called it "Round the World with Alex," and they've been showing Jeopardies that have gone back today. Tonight's Jeopardy was was a Jeopardy aired originally in two thousand seven, the Tournament of Champions. And I got to tell you something, Joe. When you when you watch Alex Trebek. For example, tonight's episode, they actually flew him down to Machu Picchu uh, in South America, in Peru, to do uh, Jeopardy questions that they showed in one particular segment or whatever. The other night, they had him on a hockey rink skating and, and, and talking about various hockey moves. I think Tuesday, they had him with the Sesame Street uh, gang, Oscar the Grouch and Grover and whatever. And it really it really shows you, you know, why he this man was so beloved as the host of Jeopardy because he just did it all. He, he was just amazing, and no disrespect to any of the uh, the temporary uh, hosts or guest hosts that they've had over the last few months. But there, there's never going to be anybody who's going to be able to touch Alex Trebek when it comes to uh, to uh, Jeopardy. And it was really nice to see uh, to see him back during this week. Um, uh, so anyway. Do 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 do. Are you are you are you done or? Yeah, no, I got the, the kill time uh, here. Pivotal Weather's uh, map is out to fifty seven hours, and that is at uh, four a.m. on Sunday. By the way, notice there's no weather going on. Okay, there's nothing going on weather wise over New Jersey, over Long Island, over Southern New England. Nothing of consequence from the. That, that's another thing we need to to emphasize here. Nothing of consequence. Uh, with regards to this tropical system, is going to happen during the day Saturday, 
or Saturday night. Okay, so if you know, unless this thing starts, to, you know, were to speed up and move up the coast, you know, like a rocket ship, which it's not going to do. Uh, but uh, you know, let's be clear about the fact that you know, for those of you who are thinking about whatever you got to do for the Friday or for, for or I mean, for the Friday and for the weekend. That you're okay tomorrow, you're okay Saturday, and if you got plans for Saturday night, you're pretty much okay. You're okay for Saturday night. Thirty-one. I'm sorry. At fifty-seven hours, Joe, it's at thirty-eight point four, seventy-one point four. So actually, has not gone from 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 forty-eight hours when I was reading it before. It was uh, at seventy-one-three. So it's moving straight north at this point, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, that it's doing that, uh, and it's still down at 38 and a half north. Well, eventually it's going to have to make a turn, either one way or the other. It can continue to go straight north. It, it, it's either it's either going to have to start uh, twisting a little bit more to the north-northeast or maybe to the north-northwest. So, and, and, and folks, I just want to bring this up. If we weren't on this stupid daylight saving time, uh, we'd have all this data in a lot sooner. We'd have it at least an hour earlier. It, it would. I mean, it's you know, this is, it's ri- ridiculous. Or as my father-in-law would say, ridiculous uh, now, to, to have to wait this long for the uh, new uh, yeah, new information. I know. Stupid daylight saving. Uh, take a look at the upper air on the Nam, which is only out to forty-five hours. But it's got, look at this cutoff here. Uh, that forms almost two contours, actually two contours close for a short period. And, you know, grabbing Henri when it's still down southeast of the North Carolina coast, that's pretty far south for the upper low to grab this. Don't you think? I mean, and and the ridge, the ridge, yeah. the ridge across uh, uh, New England, northern New England and southeastern Canada looks a whole lot stronger than what it did earlier today. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's like, it's like, hey, hey, you, and just like grabbing it again, you know, way south of there and just grabbing it. And almost like it almost looks like it's trying to punt it straight north, Joe, like a football player. Um, All right. We have the 60 yeah, hour here. The 60 hour, the base of the the left corner of the L, 39.1, 71.7. So it's moving north, northwest in that last three hour period. Okay. I, I I think I think this dam is gonna <laughs> I think you're right. We're gonna get we're gonna get a whole spread of, of, of outcomes from from a whole bunch of different uh, models tonight and nobody's gonna know what the name of God to do you know, with all they of think, that. They <laughs> they think they they think they being our friends at NOAA at the National Weather Center, they say, well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna add this and we're gonna add that, we're gonna send a plane out, we're gonna have a couple of drop stones. We're going to improve everything, and then when it all comes out at zero Z, it's going to look like a spray. <laughs> you know, one model's going to send it this way, the other model's going to send it that way, and you're right. We're going to be sitting here and saying, now what do we do? <laughs> yes. Many thanks, by the way, to Timothy Veltman, who is uh, uh, on there getting rid of the riffraff, and Gabrielle Noah on rehitting Florida or Texas. No. No, that... That, that 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 was yeah. I mean, no, no. And and by the way, if you're referring to Grace, maybe in the Southwest Gulf, the answer to that is also no. There's no opening. Uh, the ridge is too strong across the Gulf of Mexico. Grace is going 
across the uh, the Southwest Gulf and uh, into Mexico now that it's finished with the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay, we've got the 60. 60- hey, Joe, I want, I, okay. I, I, just before you get, move further, I'm going to put up on the chat board. Um, I don't know why when I put things on the chat board uh, that they don't act like a link. Because, you, be, only I, I, because, it's, because it's my channel, only I can put the links up. So you got to send me the all right, link. So, all right. I'm going to send you the link directly. Can you this e- is a fabulous. Do me a favor, what? Joe. Email it to me, okay? I will so, do it to you right it's now. It's easier if you I'll email it. it to me. Right. This is a, this, what I'm about to send you, Joe, is a website where if you plug in the latitude and longitude of point A mm-hmm. and the latitude and longitude of point B and press a button, you will automatically get the distance in kilometers, statute miles, nautical miles. You can, and this is great because on tropical tidbits, you can, you know, put your cursor near the center of a, of a weather system like Henri, right. write down what the latitude and longitude is, and then put it, let's say, uh, over New York City. If you may already know in advance what New York's latitude and longitude is, I usually say 40.8 and 74.8, 73.8. You put that in, you put Henri's projected position, bingo, you have literally to the nearest mile calculated based upon latitude and longitude over a curved surface how far away uh, the storm system is um and I, I i've been using this for a while and it's it's a great um it's a great thing and I, i'm i'm I'll, i'm going to send that link to you right now okay and this way you could share it with everybody on the chat on the chat board uh and, and by the way, uh, on the 66 hour, which is at two o'clock Sunday afternoon, 40.172.1. So moving northwestward, the low is just southeast of Montauk. So I, we, we, we definitely have the NAM uh, going back left on this run. I'm, uh, thanks to Pivotal Weather for these maps. I'm going to just switch over to the tropical tidbits. Uh, to see how far along it is on here. And I actually am going to go to the close-up view. Are you there, Joe? I just want to make sure I didn't lose you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm here. Um, hang on one second. I'm going to switch to the tight view. Boy, we're having... I'm thinking about the winter time when, we're, when we do this, when we seem to do this far more often. Uh, but uh, those days will come soon enough. Okay. Uh, one thing I did notice about the NAM, which kind of makes sense, of course, this 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 tight view is only out to 51 hours, so I have to go back to the other one. All right, just bear with me. Because this one's out to 63. All right, so you'll see it a bit better here because uh, there was only a U.S. view on on uh, on pivotal weather, so I wanted to show uh, the uh, just the eastern view, and you can see. As these maps load, uh, it goes, you know, it's well east of the North Carolina coast, but starts to move more northerly once it's north of 35, and then it starts to edge up northwestward. So it's southeast of Montauk by about 60 or so miles by uh, by Sunday. Now, I only have till 63 hour here. We just saw the pivotal 66, which was that much closer uh, to the coastline. Uh, heavy rain band over eastern Long Island uh, with uh, the green uh, into western uh, Suffolk. And then it kind of cuts off right along the immediate coast. Uh, very, um, well, I mean, I, I, 
I don't know what else I can add to this. We kind of anticipated that this was going to happen, but it doesn't really do us any good from the standpoint of making a forecast because we, you know, we still have to wait to see. We still have all day tomorrow, all the torture of tomorrow to get through. Correct. I would not say Ethan Ayala. I, I, I would. I don't know that I would say it's off the table. Okay, as far as out to sea is concerned, uh, I would just point back to think back to. I was the, reminded of this today. Also, uh, Hurricane Joaquin. Do you remember Hurricane Joaquin in the Bahamas? Yeah. Now that was an instance. Yep where every model was bringing it up around an upper low that was sitting in the lower Tennessee Valley and turning it north and northwestward toward the coast, except for the European, which was the only model at, at, that, that took it straight out to the northeast. And that was actually, and it was correct because there was a tropical storm, uh, and the ice storm, I don't, I don't remember if it was Ivy or Ida, maybe it was Ida, uh, a small tropical storm that was northeast of Bermuda that created a, a, a weak a, a trough uh, that Joaquin responded to, and also Joaquin was a uh, was a strong Category Four hurricane. And as we talked about here, the stronger these storms are, the higher up in the atmosphere you have to go to look for the steering currents. And the European was right. It was the only one that took it out to sea to the northeast and wound up being correct. I'm not saying that that's the same, you know, it's an apples and oranges comparison, uh, you know, to begin with. And I recognize that, but I would just, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't completely throw it out that, you know, we, you, we wind up seeing maybe the ridge winds up being a little weaker and then you suddenly have something that slides out a little further south and east. I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I I wouldn't completely close the door on that possibility. That's my never to be humble opinion. The north, by and the thank way, you on for tropical the question, tidbits. By the way, the north, uh, the tropical tidbits, the northeast uh, sector has now caught up with the uh, eastern United States oh, okay, sector. Okay, It's up to six. It's up to sixty three hours, and you can very clearly see with this close in view. Um, and what is the uh, what is the central pressure? Nine eight five millibars. Cat one ish. That's, that's fairly, uh, yeah. Cat one ish. Yeah. So you could, yeah. This, this uh, you know, forty forty point the L is at forty point one four and seventy one and a half at sixty three hours. Now I I, I kind of guessed it off a of pivotal. That it was closer to seventy-two at sixty-six hours. That's as far out. And and I took the I I, I took that map down. I think we're going to just sit uh, <clears throat> and wait for the tropical tidbits uh, maps to uh, fill on uh, fill in. And, and as always, thanks to big thanks. I haven't said this in a while, but big thanks to Levi Cowan for creating uh, this uh, <clears throat> this website so that we could have easy access to uh, all these different models. Uh, and have it all in one spot. And also big thanks to Pivotal Weather uh, for, for their maps, which um, are also uh, well done and uh, quite detailed. So now remember we're just... We had to rely, remember we had to rely on the NCEP maps? Yes. Uh, the NCPM, and, and those were, you know, you'd be squinting. And of course they knew that they were bad and they actually had a little button for you to enlarge the maps. But when they enlarge, became enlarged, they came. They, sometimes they were even worse to try to try to read. So these, the tropical tidbits and the pivotal weather maps are much much appreciated. By the way, Joe, nine eighty five 
millibars translates to 29.08 inches. If you oh nine, if you want to round it off, because right. it's 29.087 inches of mercury. So it's a, a fairly deep little system that's going to be, uh, according to the NAM at least, uh, to the south uh, and east of uh, New York City and south of uh, eastern Long Island right, we from, have, uh, Sunday. We have out to 69 hours. I'll get to it in a second. David Scott asking major concert in the Great Lawn of Central Park on Saturday night. Look, I can't rule out a shower or a thunderstorm not related to the tropical system, uh, just to the fact that we're oh, in a tropical air oh. mass. Oh. Well, there it is. I Joe? mean, it takes it right over Montauk and moves it into northwestern Connecticut. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Now, you'll Look notice, by the way, folks, how the rain spreads on the west side. There's not there's there's very little rain on the east side. Once and This is what happens when they reach up this right. latitude, usually. The rain... Uh, shifts to the western side. The wind is the bigger issue on the eastern side. So now it's taking it, takes it right over Montauk uh, and uh, going northwestward. Look at that. It goes right northwestward. Now, now this is this is the upper low. This is the upper low in the ridge. I think it's. It, I, I, I'm going to guess that the um, the ridge is probably stronger, and the upper low is probably stronger to drive a system northwestward like this. Right. Right. And the people who are, well, let's say if we take this at face value, we take this at face value and people wake up uh, on Sunday morning and they say, oh, well, it doesn't look all that bad. We can go to church or I can pick up the uh, the morning paper and bagels and whatever else. It doesn't look so bad. And I'm talking about now somebody who's either in New York or extreme western Long Island or northern New Jersey. They say, oh, we're talking about a hurricane and I don't see anything like that. And then you get into let's say, uh, oh, early afternoon, and now it begins to rain, and now the rain begins to come down a little steadier and heavier as we get toward the end of the afternoon, and then all of a sudden, everything breaks loose by, by nightfall, by, uh, by, let's say, 7, 8 o'clock on Sunday. Now the rain start coming down, pounding down into sun the first half of Sunday night. So it looks like if indeed this storm does take this path according to the NAM. Again, if you want to take the NAM at face value, it comes inland, it twists over to the north and west, and all of the rain, remember we said that uh, in such systems as this, uh, the west side, the places who are on the left-hand side of the storm track, generally the ones that get doused with the heavy rains, well, if that be the case, it looks like that'll be the story for, uh, for our area later Sunday and especially into the first half of uh, Sunday night and the winds. Well, who knows? Uh, folks yeah. in eastern Long Island and eastern Connecticut uh, and into Rhode Island, for example, the winds may be stiff and strong enough to maybe bring down some trees and power out cause power outages. So, this this is one that's going to be uh, in our backyard, so to speak, folks, for uh, for later yeah, on I, in the weekend. If, if you take this track literally, okay, literally. If, if you said, take this track, as I said, if you take the if you take the NAM at face value. Now, the interesting thing is. What in about an hour and a half? What will Mr. GFS say <laughs> with all of this? And the Canadian and the icon, uh, you know, those uh, the the icon and the Canadian uh, are in the NAM camp at least from 12Z by twisting and turning the storm to the north and west. Uh, the GFS sent it on its merry way up toward Maine. We'll see if the GFS has changed its mind with the uh, all the new information that's been filtered into it. Uh, again, in a matter of another hour, hour and a half. I'm prepping for the 11 o'clock advisory since it is 1048. But in the meantime, um, 
who was it that just there someone just mentioned i'm sorry because of this thing the chat board's moving so quickly uh what does the wind map look like uh, so ever, whoever asked it because i can't see it now um good question oh there is uh dj daniels thank you good question let's take a look we'll go to the 10 meter wind doesn't just take we might as well uh and see what the 10 meter map uh, 10 meter 10 meter wind map looks like oh this is by the way if you take this literally if you take this literally and I, and this is not a final forecast by any stretch of the imagination but literally it would say for the areas southeastern connecticut rhode island uh, and and the cape uh, uh nantucket uh will face uh the, would get this it would be the area as susceptible to strongest winds and tidal issues um but the south shore of long island here is going to have a northerly wind or even a northwest wind so that is so so that will mean tidal issues are at a minimum uh, no tidal issues for the new jersey shore by the way in a situation like this the uh, uh the, the biggest the the big tidal issues will be for rhode island and uh southeastern massachusetts uh, are we in agreement here yes Okay, just checking. Yes, yes. So here's the, uh, just before it's making its approach to Montauk, Joe, uh, it's the red 40 to 40 knots or higher uh, over um, the Twin Forks and backing a little bit west of Riverhead is the back edge of 40, of, uh, of sustained winds of 35 to 40 knots, Okay. And then, of course, as the low starts to move northwestward, that wind field, the gales spread out because green sustained. You got to figure if it's sustained at 25, there's probably gusts over gale force. And the green, which is sustained of 20, roughly the, the lighter, you start to get into the lighter greens, almost make it to New York City. So that would suggest that there might be some gusts to gale force. Uh, in, say, western Long Island, maybe even into uh, uh, the north coast of New Jersey for a short time. Uh, but uh, the real imp the stronger impact is going to be, from the wind and tidal standpoint, is going to be east of, of, of the center uh, and not west. The rain will be the bigger impact to the west because uh, the rain uh, shield expands on the west side and diminishes on the east side. Right, right. Yep, at... It certainly looks well. It's only see, one again, model, said, Joe, so far. I know. It's I know. only one run so far. Oh, we shall see. All right, uh, let's come back uh, full screen here. It's ten fifty-one. We might as well wait the 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 next five or six minutes to get the uh, the new advisory. I, I know I haven't even. Do you ever... think? Go ahead. Do you think the advisory will be out at eleven? Because usually these. Sometimes these advisories they wait until like eleven fifteen, eleven twenty to come out. But uh, they, they've been really, they've been really good about getting them out there on time. Or, yeah. With these, I haven't seen most of them have been. They've, been, in fact, if anything, they they've done a lot of these early, where they're up at like t at a quarter two or ten to the hour. So it should be out at most any minute. In the meantime, let me get that. Uh, you sent it a, on my Gmail account. Yes, I did. Okay, so let me get yes, that. Yes, I did it. Let me get that link. This just in. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, watched, if you remember the game show back in the 70s, Treasure Hunt, they used to have a guy, he was the uh, 
the security advisor with uh, Jeff Edwards. And the only thing he ever says through the entire show is, Mr. Oturi, did you hide the check? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It's yeah, on the is, Again, this... It's on yeah, the chat board for again, your enjoyment and convenience. Go ahead. Yeah, if you again, this is a, a great link. If you use uh, the, uh, if you use tropical tidbits and you use your cursor and find the uh, as close as you can the uh, latitude and longitude, let's say of Henri, write it down, and then you go to this link that Joe just put up on the chat board, and it is a link where you can determine either in kilometers or statute miles or nautical miles, the distance between point A or point B and point B. So if you know the position of the storm and you want to measure it off from where uh, New York City is, the latitude and longitude of New York City, you can use that. And this is excellent. This will give you the, the uh, you know, you, a lot of us, we look at these maps and say, oh, it looks like it's roughly 250 or 300 miles. No, you could use this and you can get it literally to the nearest mile because it takes everything this, this, it's spherical geometry, I would presume, taking into account the curvature of the Earth, the latitude and longitude of two different positions. And there you go. You, you have a, an excellent uh, uh, guide to, you know, determining, you know, distance in terms of, again, either kilometers or statute miles or nautical miles using this uh, website. I've been using it for years and it's it's great. By the it's way, really we, great. we should point out Frank Gilroy. Thank you. I, it was, I meant to say this before, and I did, and I forgot. Uh, but uh, in a track like this, uh, and with waters coming with tidal issues for Rhode Island and southeastern Connecticut, a lot of that water is going to get into Long Island Sound and and push back westward. So yeah, those and, and plus, let's remember, folks, we got a full moon on on Sunday. Sunday. So, so tides are going to be running high as it is. But um, yeah, the the sound there there will be some tidal flooding issues on the sound, no doubt. Uh, off the Nam, I'm not we're not I'm not predicting that yet because I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if that track is correct. Uh, but uh, it, it is a good it is good to point out that if something something like that track verifies, uh, that's what uh, you would have some problems in Long Island Sound. And uh, right. that the pilot from New York City says, I know the storm will be east of Republic Airport, but how would that location do with regards to the winds and rain? Well, we saw on the NAM, at least, that uh, there would probably be some gales, you know, gale force gusts, certainly, uh, that far west uh, into Republic Airport, which is in you know southwestern uh, Suffolk County. Uh, and uh, the uh, heavy rain uh, develops on the western side at that point as well. So, and the winds would be more northerly or northwesterly. Um, so, you know, it'll be it'll be something that that you'll you'd have to contend with. I mean, I don't know how strong they're going to be because we're not quite, you know, that that's a very short range type issue, and we're still only at Thursday night. But you know, the the, the NAM would suggest that it'll get rocky for a while for sure. Today is the uh, anniversary, the 30th anniversary, Joe, of Hurricane Bob, which made landfall briefly across extreme eastern Long Island, Montauk area. And as far as its effects on New York City were concerned, uh, the uh, the effects were just some heavy rain. Uh, it was really nothing really that we couldn't handle. I'm trying to call up here um, what, I, what I posted on my Facebook page. Concerning Bob and uh, the anniversary, 
Hang on just a moment here. Well, yeah, on this day in 1991, Hurricane Bob struck the eastern end of Long Island and then southeastern New England and Cape Cod. The impact on New York City was heavy rain, mostly between 3 a.m. and noon, and that amounted to 2.53 inches. That was, again, on this day 30 years ago. By the way, the Marine Advisory is out. I'm just getting, you know, looking at these numbers. I, I honestly don't think I don't I, I don't think they 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 changed it too much. Uh, the furthest west they have it at is they actually it almost looks like the last the, the last advisory seventy two two thirty four four and seventy two two thirty seven six and seventy one eight forty point one and seventy point six forty one seven and seventy point eight. Okay, uh, 60 knots gusting to 75. And that's at 0Z Sunday night going into Monday morning, uh, Sunday night, 0Z Sunday night, 41.7 and 70.8. So that's to the right of the NAM. I'm thinking it might be a shade to the left of the previous, um, of, of the previous um, uh, forecast of theirs at five o'clock. I mean, I'm just doing this mentally now okay the 11 o'clock advisories are all up with the exception of the the uh, technical discussion so it's at 29.8 north 72.3 west moving west northwest at eight miles an hour top winds are still 65 for the headline says Henri holding on against holding on against shear and maintaining 65 mile an hour winds. Interest in the Northeast US should monitor its progress. Moving west, northwest at eight, uh, 285, uh, 285 degrees, 997 millibars, 29.44 inches. And so now we're just waiting to see uh, the map here, which is still not out, but I'm getting it ready on the, um, the infamous screen getting ready to show it. So this is, oh, it's out. So let's show you the uh, forecast. And then I can ding, go, ding, 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 and ding. then I can go out and have a glass of wine. <laughs> um, okay. So um, it looks like they adjusted it a little bit to the left. Uh, they have it as a tropical storm. Looks like in southeastern Rhode Island or somewhere, you know, on the Rhode Island, Massachusetts coastal line there. Uh, still a hurricane at, when it's to the left of 40 and 70. So it looks like they adjusted it slightly to the left on this run, probably looking at the track model guidance that they had and other things that came out this evening. My guess, it's my, you know, I'm just guessing here. And the new discussion, uh, they probably, you know, um, maybe it's a one finger, one, 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 one finger at a time typist. Who, do we know somebody like that, Joe? <laughs> uh, um, I'm just teasing. Uh, so we don't have the discussion yet, but I, I, I don't think we're going to glean too much from 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 the discuss from, from that at this point. You mean the two guys that they just hired at the uh, at the Hurricane Center, Hunt and Peck? Yeah, Mr. Hunt <laughs> and Mr. Peck. <laughs> oh, good lord! Uh, the the Nam three uh, Timmy Grow is when it comes to tropical storms, it always way overdoes it. Uh, you know, it's probably the nature of the run being model being so mesoscale that you know any thunderstorm it sees, it just takes it to the to its natural ap apocalyptic conclusion, and you wind up seeing these you know category threes and category four hurricanes on on the Nam three, but not on the other models. 
So, um, yeah, I wouldn't put, to, I, I, I wouldn't use the NAM three in, in a, in a situation like this. Uh, I, I don't think it, I, I don't, I don't think it's, um, it does well. Oh, you know what we ought to look at Joe? What, what should Since we, we uh, we should look at the F gen and see on the NAM how that is handled. Oh, that's the, an uh, idea. Let's do that. Let's look at the F gen. Okay. So let's go, let me get the F gen 700 or 850. Well, uh, go with 700. Okay. Now let me put it on the screen. And... I have a feeling... All right, here we go. I have a feeling it's going to be rather tight, I'll bet. Well, let's see what we got. So it's... A, I, uh, oh, it's only out to 30 hours. Let me look at the 850. Oh, wait a minute. Well, I've got a... My 700 is... Uh, if you want me to share this, because mine, mine I'm, does go out. I'm on the tight shot, but why don't you go ahead and share it? Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was looking at the GFS. I'm sorry. Oh, we don't sorry. want that. Uh, sorry. I'm just checking. Uh, the tight one, Yeah, the, 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 even, the, even the wider view, Joe, is only out to 45 hours on the uh, eh, on that. So we, don't, we won't have the F gen. So... Uh, hang on, one more check to see if the the typist is done uh, with the uh, the discussion. Oh, there it is, eleven o'clock. So let's see. All right, the first paragraph is all about the current intensity, so we'll skip that. Let's see. There's a bit of uncertainty determining if Henri has become has begun a more poleward motion since the center remains under the convective cirrus plume. But my best guess is now two eighty five at nine. Over the next 20, the, the movement, over the next 12 to 24 hours, the mid to upper level ridging that has dominated the synoptic steering pattern for Henri the last few days will quickly break down as a trough drops in from the Great Lakes into the mid-Atlantic and cuts off. This feature is now forecast to continue digging into the, in, into the west of Henri. To the east, a new mid-level ridge is also forecast to build into the right of Henri. This synoptic pattern should draw the cyclone poleward or northward with, a, with an acceleration to the north-northeast in the 24 to 48 hour period. Afterwards, the aforementioned trough takes on a negative tilt to the southwest of Henri, helping to reorient the mid to upper level flow out of the south-southeast. And this flow could result in a slight leftward bend or turning it west in the track be between 48 and 72 hours. The majority of guidance this cycle now is forecasting the mid-level ridge to build poleward with the storm blocking any easy blocking an easy path for the storm to stay on a more northeast heading out to sea. This, this really states the importance of that ridge, by the way. Consequently, the right. new NHC forecast now explicitly shows landfall in southeastern Massachusetts at 72 hours. The track guidance this, this, this cycle has come into better agreement, though there remains some leftward Yukmet and rightward European outliers. The left latest forecast track lies very close to the HFIP corrected consensus approach, whatever that means, you know, Add all the maps up together and divide it by however many maps you got, and that's where you put it. Uh, uh, HCCA guidance, which is also very near the latest GFS track. Okay, so we pretty much kind of figured out that they were, you know, going to acknowledge the that the models thing, have gone left only, and, and, and punt. 
The only the only thing that they didn't mention in the discussion is what I said yesterday, where the subtropical ridge would stick up like a like, like a giant finger, which more or less, you know, if you're a forecaster, that pretty much tells the whole story. You know, like here, try for try forecasting with yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> and incidentally, I said, now how many times do you read these discussions and you see and there's one guy. One forecaster, and I, I joked before we even saw this discussion, Joe. I said it was done by Mr. Hunt and Mr. Peck. Right. Get this: there actually are two guys who wrote this, Pappen and Brown. No, I'm not making fun of these guys. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, how, how often do we see two people do do the discussion? And and there you go, two people. I mean, this, I left, uh, and I only read one section of it. It's a long discussion. They wrote a Bible it tonight. Long, it's very long. Yeah. They, it's three very, very big paragraphs, and I only took the middle paragraph talking about the strength. So I'm mean, talking about the track. Pappen probably said, Pappen probably said, I'll take, I'll take paragraph one and three. You take, you take the middle and also do the uh, key messages and the and and uh, we'll we'll share the forecasts and the uh, Max Wind synopsis. Da by the way, David Schwartz, <laughs> I I didn't pull it up because I kind of figured at this. David Schwartz is the, the three kilometer NAM has a ninth uh, Henri has a nine thirty three hurricane just south of Long Island at 60 hours. Yeah. 933. Uh, Jacob Bailey, it isn't even a matter of, of, of being way overdone. It just, it just can't happen. Okay. A pressure like that. Would uh, you like to know, would you like to know what a threat with 933 millibars is in inches? 933 millibars in inches is 27.55 inches. 27.5. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, no. It, it, it lives. The, that's it, yeah, that, that's, that, no. That, 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 there, there are laws of physics, thermodynamics that, that just won't, that won't play well at this latitude uh, with something like that. All right, you know what? It's 11.06 and I'm tired. Uh, I've driven all over the place today. And on top of that, I was able to do everything that I do on websites and everything else. Let me just tell you, folks, um, if you haven't downloaded my free weather app on Google Play or on the App Store, the meteorologist Joe Chaffee weather app, now is your opportunity because it's free. And if you would like to support our cha my channel, uh, you can subscribe to my weather platform at patreon.com slash meteorologist Joe Chaffee. I'll put the link up uh, on, the, uh, on the chat board. Uh, it's just two bucks a month. And who else... Uh, where else can you find uh, a, a weather show that's on five days a week where uh, two forecasters show up on a regular basis and put on the kind of entertainment that we do? So, you know, hit the tip jar, folks. Uh, there it is. By, by, by the way, by the way, the, uh, the, what the uh, NAM 3 is suggesting yes. in terms of pressure on the Saffir-Simpson scale, that's a cap four. Yeah. I mean, a, if you want to believe this, a fairly 131 to one, 131 to 155 mile per hour, uh, 920 to 944 millibars. That would be in the extreme category. More extensive failure on non-bearing exterior walls, major erosion of beaches. Uh, you forget about it. I'm not even going to go beyond that. It ain't happening, folks. It ain't happening. But. Kind of interesting to think about. Izzy D bangs the super chat chit, uh, tip jar tonight. Thank you, uh, Izzy. Most appreciated. Now go to bed. <laughs> okay, it's getting late. 
The Joe and Joe Weather Show brought to you by uh, the folks at Omni True Value Hardware at 1226 North Wellwood Avenue in West Babylon, New York on Long Island. Good place to go if you got to get batteries or anything just to make sure you're okay if uh, it, all of this winds up coming to pass with regards to Henri. Uh, here's your opportunity. 631-756-1125 is the phone number. The website is omnitruevalue.com. And uh, for those of you who are thinking uh, down the road for decorating for Halloween and for Christmas or for Hanukkah, uh, Wholesale Holiday Lighting by Giannini at 162 Ocean Avenue in Lindenhurst, New York. And their phone number is 631-957-5106. Your complete holiday lighting specialist meeting all your decorating needs. And the website is liholidaylighting.com. So uh, tomorrow night... Uh, Owen McShane, thank you, Owen McShane, hitting a super chat here as uh, we are saying good night. Uh, we will be back uh, seven thirty regular time tomorrow, seven thirty Eastern time. Uh, seven thirty, and you know, new usually Joe and I don't do a show on Friday, but because of everything that's going on, uh, we will be on Friday, and then we're going to figure out something that's convenient to both of us on Saturday, uh, and of course, we will be here well, on I will Sunday. Tell you- I will tell you, Joe, that uh, I mentioned I wasn't sure about where I was going to be on Saturday. Now I know I'm going to be here. So oh, okay. if you want to do it at seven, if you want to do it on seven thirty on Saturday, there you are. All right, let me figure out Saturday uh, at this point because I may, um, I may want to do it earlier. We'll see, uh, but we'll we'll uh, we'll talk. Okay. Sure. All right, everybody, stay safe. Have a great night. Hope you enjoyed the show. Good night, everybody. Nighty night.